Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negrosfilm.com to get tickets now. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to No cd.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's no cd.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secrets number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That that's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. I'm one of your hosts, Becca Kufrin. And I'm Michelle Young. And we are so pumped to be back this week to not only get into another episode of The Bad Shark, but more importantly, we have a guest that we've been asking for for weeks, and I cannot wait to have her on because today we get to finally speak with Charity. Yes, we have been dying to get her on the podcast since night one. She is such a huge, huge favorite of of, of Becca and I's, mm-hmm. or me and Becca's, and we want to talk to her about her connection with Zach. We want to get to know her a little bit, but before we bring her on, Becca, you have some Michelle. very, 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 very <laughs> exciting news and like an announcement that's coming because Bachelor mm-hmm. Live is back. It is back, and I can finally share details. I, yes, I know tell I kinda, us, please. I know I kind of hinted last week a little bit, um, but we officially announced it this past week when we were all in Arizona. Um, yeah, it's coming back. It's going to look a little bit different this year. So instead of like doing a cross-country tour, it's going to be a residency in Arizona at the Talking Stick Resort in Scottsdale. And I actually got a lot of questions on DMs and in my comments about this. People are like, why are you just being like, why are you just in one area? But like what I try to tell people is like, think about this. When you go to Vegas for a long weekend with your girls or your guy, like you, for the most part, I think most people want to see a show, right? Like whether that's a singer, whether that's a Cirque show, a magician, whatever. So it's kind of that same thing. Um, So we landed on Scottsdale because it is the number two bachelorette destination in the country. So a lot of people Ooh. flock there for these bachelorette parties. And we figured like that would be one of the perfect spots to do this. Like, girls or guys can come watch the show. Like I said, it's at a resort. So not only are you going to be there for, like, this 75-minute show, but it's also next to a pool. You have cabanas. It's going to be, like, a little bit more sexy. So it's more of, like, a big interactive show slash party type feel. So we are so pumped. 
Yeah. Fun. Because I've actually I've done a lot of planning of bachelorettes. Mm-hmm. bachelorette parties a lot of my friends are getting married and like what a nice little change up that would be to be able to like I don't know like you can you do brunch and you do all of those things but to be able to like hit it during this time and even if you're not planning a bachelorette but mm-hmm. like being able to be in Scottsdale being able to do this little fun activity that would be awesome how is yeah. or who are you hosting with because I know that this is this is not the same as bachelor live on stage correct right yep so it's gonna so be who different you be hosting yeah so i will be it's kind of a weird schedule this year because i actually have to travel to one of our dear friends in italy they're getting married in the middle of it so i will be hosting the first weekend and the last weekend in april um and then my bachelor, when I'm hosting, will be Andrew. So he'll be, okay. like, the fun guy on stage. And he's an absolute blast. He's so funny, such good energy on stage, like, so interactive with the crowd. So he will be my bachelor for the couple weekends. And then the middle weekend, when I'm actually gone, <laughs> this is going to be the funny one. Andrew will step into my shoes and host. And then Rodney is going to be... The Bachelor. So you're going to get kind of like a little two for one with the fellas that weekend. (laughs) And quite honestly, like, and they're such a blast together. Again, like so high energy that I'm like, dude, you guys aren't even like get through this show. You're going to be having so much fun. They're going to get so sidetracked. So um, it'll be those two guys for that middle weekend. They play off each other so nicely. They always, they do. They really complement each other well. They are super live, energetic. It's contagious. So yes. I do think that's a good, that's a good couple. Will Thomas though, will Thomas and the dogs be with you when you are filming? Oh, good or question. Or when you are um, hosting? Hosting? You know, Thomas, I think will be there for one of the weekends. I'm not quite sure when yet. Um, I don't know about the dogs. If he's driving, then you know, hey, Minnow was part of the first two shows. She stole the show. She, like, the crowd loved her. She ate it up. She was born <laughs> for the stage. So, ideally, like, I would love to have them back. But we'll see. But Thomas will definitely be there, hopefully, one of the weekends for a little surprise appearance. So, I love that. Is it going to be the same? Like, some similarities? Like, will the audience be able to interact with with you guys like oh we'll be able to come on stage how is that gonna work yep yep so just like last time we actually pulled out every show we pulled 10 to 12 contestants up on stage directly from the audience which I personally love like it's so fun because you don't know if you're gonna be called and even and what I love about that is like even if you're a bachelorette that is about to get married or even if you're married like you can still come up on this stage it's not like you're actually going to be dating the bachelor it's more for like this fun experience where you can finally feel like you're part of the show like we we really try to condense a season into you know a couple hours so you have like different fun group dates like different fun dancing different fun skits and then like in the midst of all of that you have like these little rose ceremonies and at the end of it instead of you know winning the final rose and like (laughs) falling in love with The Bachelor, it's um, way less pressure. You actually just win like a big gift package full of like my wine will be there. Scott still like I think local businesses will include a ton of fun things in there. So you just like win this big prize package. And um, that's what I love is like because if, if you're there with The Bachelor at a party and you're like winning free drinks or like winning free wine or whatever it might be, like it's just more of an incentive to come. But again, like this is going to be so much more of a 
party vibe because the pool's right there, the hot tub's right there, the bar's next to you. It's more paradise, I would say, than like okay. the bachelor mansion. Oh, this might. I what am you said April? What am I doing in mm-hmm. April? I'm in. You're to coming. Fly. I'm You're coming to with fly me in so that I can see <laughs> one of these things. But I know that after people hear about this, they're gonna want to know where they can get tickets. They're gonna be excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now you can get tickets. So the resort that we'll be at is called Talking Sick Resort. Like I said, it's in Scottsdale. You really can't miss it. If you land in Phoenix and you're driving to Scottsdale, it's right there on the road. So TalkingSickResort.com will have all of the dates, all of the info and tickets. So bring yourself, bring your girls, bring your mom. If you have a boyfriend, bring him. We've had some couples in the audience and like girlfriends and wives have been up on stage so it's just so fun it's like the the way that they structure this one is like such it's gonna be such a blast so everyone get your tickets at talkingstickresort.com oh becca we're so proud of you over here at bachelor happy hour um with everything you're doing we're so excited for you can't wait for bachelor live to start and for you you. to like you said it best do the damn thing I love it. I can't wait to see how it turns out. That and, haunts uh, me every time. Let me, let me, let me go buy my ticket. Oh, I, girl, I got you. You, if you want to come up on stage, well, you came up on stage for the Minnesota show. So if you want to do I something did. fun again, that was fun. That was so much love fun to see you. Well, okay. Enough about me. You have been traveling like crazy. You just spent the past week in Arizona for all of the Super Bowl festivities. How was that? It was good. It was um it was it was a lot of fun. I actually was there during a lot of like the lead up. So it was kind of cool. I was uh staying right in Old Town and that's where all of like the tailgates were happening. Um the ESPN filming was happening. Mm-hmm. And so we were um a friend and I went and we were there during Old Town. It was kind of like eerie but cool at the same time because all of the Super Bowl platforms, signs, things were up but it was dead quiet. We we're the only mm-hmm. people like walking through Old Town. And then as the week like progressed, more and more people flocked, just the excitement, the energy. I got to see a lot of really cool performances. Uh, did a lot of actually networking. I went to the, it's called like the Players Network or the Players Impact. And it was really cool to just meet a lot of people, talk about sports, different things that we align with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was great. I'm tired and I'm, I, I did imagine. not stay. I didn't <laughs> stay for the game because I had to fly back for my own launch. That's going to be mm-hmm. happening here. Yay! And um, yeah. And so it was a lot. I'm, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired uh, happy for you. you. I'm tired for you. Like watching everything on Instagram. I'm like, I was, the, I was in Arizona for two days and it was exhausting with, and not only was it the Super Bowl, it was the Waste Management Phoenix Open, which like news to me is like the party golf tournament. I had no idea. So there was a lot going on when you were there. Yeah. And you were there like, for a full week. I was there for a full week. And by the time I hit like Friday, I was I was gassed. Mm-hmm. I was gassed. So I was I was a little bit sad that I wasn't gonna be able to see Riri in person because I did have to come back. Yeah. But I will say that when I got home, um, she was nice enough to send a Fenty package my way. I so saw I came home that. to a Fenty package. So That's I'm like, hey, okay, this this uh this makes up for it. She's so. with you in spirit. Well maybe She's one day we will, we will manifest you know, hey. that you will meet her one day. So I already really- know I already met her. Oh, yeah, you went to that her <laughs> event. Oh, okay. Yeah, lucky yeah. lucky you. Maybe I'll manifest one day. We I cool, can do we that. cool. Yeah, <laughs> she, she knew my name and everything. It was great. <laughs> okay, so Michelle, you just briefly mentioned a little launch, which, of course, I have to ask you about. So tell me all of the details on this. 
Yeah. So what um, so what I'm basically doing is I've been putting in time with building this website, working on motivational speaking um, to kind of really set up like what the Michelle Young brand is going to be. And so what we did last night is I was able to partner with a young girl called. So um, her name is excuse me. Kyla Joy, and she started her own business and like nonprofit by building wellness packages for underprivileged women. And so, mm-hmm. people like you and me, Becca, we can we can go to the spa. We have these opportunities where we can you know self care. All these different things that we're able to do, and a lot of women don't have the means to do that. And so, what she does is she builds these bags, um, wellness bags. And so she works with different brands, beauty brands, um, face masks socks, uh, journaling, all this other stuff into these bags, and then we deliver them. And so where I'm going to be coming into play with this is that every single month I'm going to be working with a different charity, um, foundation, organization to really amplify their voice. And the brands that are working with me um, kind of go fluid into also helping them out as well. And so um, I'm launching my brand, going to be talking about, you know, how I'm going to be traveling, motivational speaking, but then also how I'm going to be including my followers in that whole voting process and nomination process of which charity I'm going to be working for the next month and then getting to vote on that, select that, and then really putting that into play with a professional um, in a professional manner. And so mm-hmm. my website's going to have everything from like the YouTube channel where it's going to showcase everything that I'm doing during the month, the campaigns that I'm working on. Um, And yeah, there's already a lot of very exciting ones that are coming up here. Um, And yeah. Oh my gosh. That is incredible. I, and I love the combination. Changing the game of influencing. True. Yeah. That is, that is absolutely incredible. And I know you've spent so much time and energy on this. Like I can't wait to see this take off and hear all about it. Like I'm sure your launch party was just so much fun. I wish I could be there. Um, But I'm I'm really proud of you. And so, oh, God, I just had one question about it. Oh, um, I wanted to ask about your website. Can you share, like, the link where people can go and see the YouTube channel and everything? Yeah, yeah. So I will actually, I'll put it in, like, my highlights or whatever just so that I can make sure that I'm sharing it out correctly. Mm -hmm. But um, essentially, yeah, this website is going to have everything. As soon as you click on it, you're going to be able to, you know, see the places that I'm speaking. There's going to be a lot of cool conferences coming up, one including Pepperdine, where I'll be speaking and emceeing. And, um, yeah, I will make sure to throw that link um, on my highlights so that everyone can access that. It also will just be in my bio as well on Instagram um, and Look any social you. media platform. Look so, yeah, you. this is this is just the start. This is yes. just the start. But I'm, I'm excited and... Um, yeah, really just changing the game of influencing and I love that. challenging other influencers as well to give back. Mm-hmm. So. Well, look at you. I know like on your season, you kept saying you wanted to change the world. And I feel like this is just a big step in that right direction. So that is absolutely incredible. So proud. I feel like I'm, I'm like, I don't want to tear up, but I feel like like uh-huh. a proud mom for you. This is so exciting. I'm I just am so happy for you. <laughs> Um, God, not to change gears. Switching <laughs> get in, gears. Get into like those. Speaking <laughs> of somebody who also really is working to change the world. Mm-hmm. Charity. Charity. <laughs> her name says it all. Um, hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to bring her on in just a few minutes here. Before we get into that, let's get into like this week briefly. Uh, we saw everyone head to the Bahamas. What were your overall thoughts on this episode? Was there anyone 
new that kind of stood out to you that you think like, oh, she might go far or hmm, not so much? Honestly, this episode, um, it was, I don't know. There's There was like a lot going on this episode, but then there was not a lot going on this episode. Like I couldn't tell... I, I really couldn't tell. What I am what I will say is that I've almost paid more attention to how Zach handles these situations and not always like how the women are handling situations. And what I've noticed with him is that anybody who gets caught up in the drama, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat. Like yes. that's that's what I was really really just interested to see if he was going to keep up with that with co- the whole consistency. We had also Wilkins one on one. We had Cats one on one. We had really tough conversations that were had in this episode. Yeah, um, I will like you just touch on Brooklyn. I will say she's one who maybe I kind of wrote her off at the beginning, just being like, oh, you know, like, I don't know how long she'll make it. Okay. But she really, I mean, not even not even because she just got that one-on-one, but I think her conversation, like, during that evening portion, like, she really stood out to me. And I, I mean, I think we all did, saw a side to her and saw, like, struggles that no person should ever have to endure, but, like, the way that she was able to speak about them. And I hope that she can be, like, a person that people going through similar experiences can now go to or look up to in a way. I think that was really, really special. Um, So I will say, like, now I have my eye on Brooklyn. You know, I might have been wrong at the beginning, but I I feel like after that she might make it way further than I expected, Um, which I love to be wrong. So... (laughs) Hey, keep it, proving me wrong. It really is. I, I will say that that's the beautiful thing of this is that it really, I really hope that just the viewers who are watching this episode and after they're watching this episode really handle that with care mm-hmm. and handle that vulnerability with care. And that's something that when I, when I see people share these, you know, these stories and um in these moments it is really a beautiful thing and it shows so much courage on their part and I also know that the internet can really take these things and run with it and I truly truly hope that Bachelor Nation sees this as strength and really does you know protect her and really yeah handles this situation Mm-hmm. As as it should be handled with so much care. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 1000 percent. I mean, anyone who has hate or negativity coming towards I mean, anyone in general, but especially like Brooklyn in this case, mm-hmm. like you have no place doing that. But but I really, yeah. again, hope to she can be a person that other people can look up to and, and take inspiration from in a sense to be able to get out of or hopefully like take that stuff to get out of a very bad toxic situation. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, we had some good one-on-ones. Zach seems to, like, really be into some of these women. Let's really briefly just touch on this before we bring Charity on, because I don't even want to get her involved in this drama between Kylie and Anastasia. It was so weird because it was, like, actually something that we kind of saw go down, like, that first initial conversation where Kylie went to go interrupt them to pull him aside. Like, what were your thoughts on all of that? Because it really was, like, a he said, she said, she said, she said type scenario, but, like, we we saw it all play out. So, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, here's the thing everyone who's been on the show, it, it's so awkward. 
So like when there was, you know, when there's that initial interruption where somebody's having a conversation with the lead and you you have to walk over and you interrupt. And a lot of the, like the time, most of the time, people do ask for a few more minutes because mm-hmm. it's a really short amount of time to get to know somebody. And you're really only sitting and talking to them for like, what, 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And if so that like, like that's that's giving it a lot too right and so what's so hard is the person that that they're talking to it comes off kind of selfish if you ask for a few more minutes but like in the grand scheme of things you're trying to get engaged or see if it's worth an engagement and you're in the middle of a really vulnerable conversation because you don't have time to do a lot of small talk Mm -hmm. and so it's hard because it's like you don't want to just like put a nail in it and then leave so it's like I understand that but then I also understand having to be selfish or firm on the other end as the person who interrupts mm-hmm. and so like when when Kylie came up and said asked for to steal him and you know Anastasia said give me a few more minutes and she and then it went back to Kylie and she said but please like can I just steal him like take him right now and please don't make me fight for it it wasn't Please make don't please make me like duke you out for it. Like right. she wasn't coming at her like that. Yeah. She was just saying, like, I'm holding firm. Please mm-hmm. don't make me like really like fight for this more than we all know it's a difficult situation. Yeah. Like that's how I took it. Yeah. And it, truly, like that it, there was no physical threat. No, no. And so and that's where it was taken way out of context. Like I get that Anastasia was upset that she was, you know, that Zach was being pulled. You could clearly tell that Kylie was very uncomfortable to do that in the first place. She didn't necessarily want to get in there and be like, hi, I'm going to pull him. But like also timing is of the essence. And like you only have like because it is a show. Like, it is kind of structured in the way of, like, okay, now, like, you can go talk to him next. You can go talk to him next. Like, go get in there. You have a couple minutes, right? Like, so I think it was totally blown out of proportion. I don't think yeah. Kylie was coming at her. Kylie clearly did not want any altercation. She just wanted to talk to the to the right. lead. I think, though, also, too, and this is where I, like, tried to put myself back in that place. Like, I think it also would have been helpful for Zach to not just sit there. And I think he should have been, like, I, was gonna say. I wish Zach would have stepped up and been, like, hey, Kylie, give me two more minutes with her and then I'm going to come pull you right after this. Like, I remember being in that mindset where I was like, ooh, I don't want drama. I don't want guys to fight over me. Like, I want to finish this conversation. Give me a couple minutes and -and so-and-so, I will come find you. Like, I think that's all he had to say and I really wanted him to step up in that moment and, you know, he just didn't. He felt awkward too. Um, But But that's what I was kind of hoping for. And at the end of the day, it's like, I know that it's almost like he said, she said, but typically it's like he said, she said, and trying to prove to the lead what happened. The lead was there. Right. Like he was there in the situation. He read mm-hmm. the room. He knew like if he really felt like Anastasia was at threat, I think he would have he wouldn't have let anything happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I, I really no. It was it, yeah. No. If there was I don't know. Just no. <laughs> it could have it could have just been emotions right were then high. and there. Yeah. Emotions were high. To be. We get that. But yeah. there's no physical threat. Ugh, I do not miss those moments. So that's all I have to say. But I don't either. <laughs> um, who we have been missing for a couple of weeks is Charity. So I, I, we have been so excited to have her on. So let's not wait, make her wait any longer. Let's just bring her on right now. Perfect. Perfect. 
welcome charity we are so happy that you are finally on the podcast and like i'm just prefacing this of like <laughs> you you are i mean becca's girl like we want you are you are our current favorite you, you are our favorite <laughs> but like not even current like i just i feel it like deep in my soul this girl's gonna go far mm-hmm. this girl's gonna go far i love and that uh, hey <laughs> Also, I'm you so look honored to be here. You look stunning. Like first Thank and foremost, you. like I mean, you're out, out, everyone that comes on the show is stunning, right? Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but you just you are beautiful. We're so 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 happy to have you on. Um, I want to just ask, like, before we get into everything, is this your first yeah. podcast? This is like I don't I don't do podcasts. <laughs> yeah. This is like the first one, so I'm like so honored that it's with you all because I mean I'm fangirling a little bit, but like mm-hmm. honestly I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh! Well, We're it so has been a long time coming since night yeah. one. Um, how did you get cast on the show? Like, were you a fan of it before? Mm-hmm. Okay, so funny enough, um, I my best friend from high school, um, she actually nominated me. And the thing is with her, she is not like a Bachelor like fan by any means. Like I watch it like and I've watched several seasons, like y'all seasons, Peter, Hannah Browns. I've seen so many, but I never at one point decided like, okay, I'm going to nominate myself for this. So mm-hmm. she um, actually kind of brought up the idea and she was like, I'm going to nominate you. I had gotten recently got out of a relationship like two years ago. And so I think her along with like a lot of other people in my life were like really happy that I was mm-hmm. no longer in this relationship. <laughs> so they took advantage of that moment. And she was like, I'm going to nominate you. Um, I think you'd be perfect for it. You have like a great personality. And I did not take her serious because 80% of our relationship is just us always like goofing off. So I was like, okay, whatever. You're going to, you're going to nominate me. And so I remember like, it was right after I had finished my master's degree. So I had just like graduated like a week after I had gotten a call and it was from one of the casting producers. And I was like, okay, like there's only one person that mentioned this to me. And so I remember texting her right away and I was like, did you nominate me? And then she goes, yeah, why wouldn't I? I was for real. And I was like, okay, great. (laughs) So here we are. Um, And so that's kind of was the process of how I ended up here. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, I just peeped out though. You said that you had just finished your master's degree. Yeah. Was that just everything that you're doing now with? I know that you mentioned that you were a um <clears throat> that you were a child like in family therapist. Mhm. Mhm. Yes, yeah, so more about that. Yeah, so I um did both of my undergraduate and my master's degree at Auburn, so I went to Auburn. And um so once I finished, I got my master's in mental health counseling and my internship was actually within like trauma. And so I worked at a CAC, which is a child advocacy center, and so we kind of see the worst of the worst cases um which is like really like hard, but I was so incredibly passionate about that work, so I kind of just decided to stay in that line of um a practice. And so um you kind of mentioned well you hear me mention it a little bit on the on the show with Zach um, talking mm-hmm. about that but um, I still work with kids and then kind of getting that family aspect too so it's really more trauma focused but um, really do have a heart for that and incredibly rewarding work that's so wonderful and I feel like yeah you probably do such difficult work you probably see so mm-hmm. many terrible things in your line of mm-hmm. work so just thank you for being there for those kids thank you. yeah I wanted to ask you this and I was thinking about this like once we knew that we were going to have you on yeah um, <clears throat> so taking it back and I don't remember what week it was but there was one mm-hmm. group date that you were on where 
Oh, it was the it was the group date where Taj came and crashed the night portion. Mm-hmm. And everyone, all of the women are kind of spiraling and freaking out. Like, is she going to stay? <laughs> is he going to keep her? And you uh-huh. in that moment, and I actually said this on the podcast a couple weeks ago, you were mm-hmm. like, let's do some grounding exercise. Yes, let's, just let us all calm down. <laughs> yeah, which I was thinking like, damn, I wish we would have had somebody do that on our season. That could have <laughs> kind of just like kept us yeah. level, even keeled. Did you find yourself doing that? a lot throughout the season when things kind of went awry with other women to kind of help mm-hmm, bring them back down. Mm-hmm. And yes, and to answer that, um, it's so funny that y'all bring that up because I did like kind of almost instantly kind of feel like, okay, I might be playing the therapist role here like all season. I'm going to need to check mm-hmm. from ABC, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, I remember just like a lot of the girls did just kind of find like comfort in like coming to me and talking about things and 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 I'm not thinking in that moment, like, oh, like they're utilizing me because of like my profession. I also just think like it was just like we were all like such a close cast mm-hmm. and it was easy to like really talk to people. But I admire that a lot of the girls did like try to come and talk to me. And so um, throughout throughout the season, like you'll see little snip like peaks of me trying to implement some like therapy tactics in like group chat, like conversation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of bounce back and forth a little bit where were you on on the season I was on um that's that's honestly even just like talking to you the few minutes that we have spoken and Mm -hmm. for those who are at home listening wherever you guys are listening she charity is like glowing as she's speaking about what she does and I Mm -hmm. absolutely love that I love that you're so passionate about working and just helping with helping people helping children but how whether it was on the show or whether it's mm-hmm. now, how do you maintain that balance? How do you maintain the balance of you You care about these people that you work with? You yeah. care about the girls that you're helping on the show, right? Mm-hmm. But it also can be really heavy mm-hmm. when you're in a line of work that it's it's built on passion, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you, like, maintain that balance and make sure that you're okay? Like, who's checking mm-hmm. in on you, whether it was on the show, you're trying to navigate your relationship mm-hmm. with Zach, mm-hmm. but also you're trying to help everybody else think through things and, you know, yeah. at home or when you're working, you're navigating through these really difficult stories and it's not like that weight or that emotion gets taken off once you leave your office or at the end of the day. So how do you right. keep your balance? I know this is like really cliche to say, but like self-care and like I don't take it lightly at all. It's something that's very important and not, not even just for me, like anyone to practice no matter what you're doing. And I have grown to know that like self-care is not for me like sometimes might just mean like okay I'm not going to be on my phone or like it could be like I'm going to go exercise or I'm going to go on a walk and I'm going to do this like there's so many things that are incorporated within like self-care and so that's just strongly something that I lean into um whether that's like journaling I remember on the show like I journaled every single day um I'm a spiritual person so like I was doing like development like things like that to just kind of help me keep like my mind at bay with things um but then also there's just like connecting with other girls too like I knew like I was close with a lot of the girls like almost every single one on this season and so just finding those people that I knew I could have like maybe more like deeper conversations with um that was like really important for me so it I mean it it could be anything but for me that's just kind of just self-care it's just what I do and burnout in my field is very like easy to happen like I remember like and obviously I do trauma so like it's not like light um but like what you said you mentioned like leaving your work at home like I don't take anything home with me like I leave it at the door and it's like it'll be there for me next week or whenever I go in again um but I try to just like what's for work is for work and when Mm -hmm. I get home like that's my time yeah how was it how was that transition then 
well, I guess maybe two transitions you could say. Leaving work and, you know, and your stability, your family, your friends, your daily Mm -hmm. life routine, leaving all that behind, coming on the show where you're stripped of all that normalcy, Mm -hmm. you're stripped of your phone, any contact with your family, and then coming back into the real world. And I'm I'm assuming you went back to work, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. What were those two transition processes like? Was it? Yeah. I I can imagine it was very difficult. Still adjusting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yes, I think the hardest part for me, like going on the show was like being stripped away from like my support system, because that's like a part of my self-care practices. It's like, okay, if I need to like get on the phone with like a friend or if I need to go out and go to like get drinks or dinner, whatever with my family, whoever that may be, like that was not no longer there for me. So like I kind of did struggle a little bit with that, but adjusting back to, um, I guess the real world after the bachelor being in the bachelor bubble, um, that was, I think it was like not as hard cause I was just like so eager to get back. And I think, um, for me, like, I just wanted to make sure like once I jumped back into work that I was fully like prepared to do that again. And so I did kind of, um, with my caseload, I just try not to have so many like clients all at once. Cause before I was seeing a lot and then now mm-hmm. it's like still like minimal just cause like mm-hmm. I am still in like an adjustment period myself. And so I right. want to make sure that whenever I am like treating or like just sitting with a client that I'm like at my full capacity to be able to pour back into someone else's mm-hmm. life. Do you ever? That's a lot. That's so much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And okay, so you're you're currently in Georgia right now, Mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Are you born and raised? Yeah. Well, I'm not born. uh, My dad was in the military, so I was born in New Jersey, but I basically have lived in Georgia um, my whole life and then went to school in Auburn. So like lived in Alabama a little bit, but obviously they're right next to each other. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So is the accent that I hear an accent? I say that because we both have Minnesota Minnesota, So so we like peep about all the time. Is it? So it's from Georgia. It's I'm assuming like everyone everyone says that and I'm like I don't per- and I obviously I know I can't hear it myself but yeah. like everyone says you have like this little bit of like this southern draw and I'm like okay like it's a little twang I guess people hear you so. do it's, yeah it's, it's charming it. I love it's it it's a little twang it's it's very I love it I really do like <laughs> it as well is that where do you have family that are, that's living there as well yeah, so my um, both my parents are here. They're retired. And then I have two siblings that live here as well. And then I have another sibling. So I have two brothers, one sister. Um, a sister and brother live here. And then my brother that's closest in age with me, he lives in North Carolina. Okay. okay. So he's like only like not too far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you ever, I mean, obviously the, the show does some crazy things and we don't know yeah. if you and Zach end up together <laughs> or where that leads. Like, would you ever consider moving away from your family or is like this home base, like Georgia is where you want to be? Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, I'm like eager to like move away. Not in like really? the sense that, I, yeah, not in the sense that I'm like ready to like be away from my family. Like I think I will always have that like component of me, like being family oriented in that mm-hmm. sense. But like, I am just ready to like, let's start afresh. Cause I mean, like I said, being in school for so long, it was still mm-hmm. like, I was still in close proximity with my family and like friends. So I do have like a 
a bit of like, you know, comfortability here, but like in right. no way am I like attached to like Georgia. Like I want to leave. <laughs> okay. Well, if yeah. you ever need tour guides in either Minnesota or California, call right. us up because we got okay. you. Um, <laughs> very, very vastly different. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh my gosh. I wanted to ask something more about mm-hmm. like projecting to the future and I totally lost my train. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. This is what I wanted to ask back to family. Yeah. We've all, you know, we've all done the show and mm-hmm. we've all, it, it's one thing when you're filming it, but it's another thing when it starts to air and it can mm-hmm. be awkward at times. It can be cringy at times. Have yeah. you been watching it back with your family, with your friends? What has, what has that been like? Because I used to watch with my family and I was like, okay, fast forward, fast forward. My uncles can't see <laughs> <Yes>. this part. <laughs> I have watched it with both, like, um, friends and family. I remember, like, the first night, obviously, the premiere, I watched it with, like, everybody. So mm-hmm. my, like, family, friends were all together. And um, for the most part, like, I know, like, I kind of prefaced them, like, if I thought something was coming up. But, like, I don't think I did anything that was, like, too crazy. But I just, like, the kissing scenes, obviously, like, mm-hmm. night one, everyone's like, <laughs> I'm like okay like come on guys so yeah. I'm like, oh it's so uncomfortable it's so isn't uncomfortable. it so uncomfortable it's, so it's uncomfortable. like <laughs> it's like you do oh especially and when your like, like, dad the, is in the, the room exactly your dad's say, in the room I look and, over like, and my dad is like trying to just like mask and he's like scrolling on the phone oh, he's like, phone not paying I'm like oh god it's just a different type of like there's like vulnerability and like showcasing yourself Right. to the world mm-hmm. and like being vulnerable in relationship and like yeah vulnerability like vulnerability with watching it back but like that's like one vulnerability that I'm like I don't know if I actually I need yeah, this I don't we're grow good. I don't grow yeah. from my dad seeing me make out with yeah, somebody yeah, <laughs> like, <absolutely not. laughs> with multiple men Michelle right I mean yeah. different for sure <laughs> well who knows maybe Charity um, you never know maybe you'll have to live with that too one day of dating yeah. multiple men Honestly, and having your family watch it back. Just let me know. Maybe do, if you need me to fly to Georgia mm-hmm. so that I can start prepping your dad to see you <laughs> on the screen a little bit longer, you know, maybe trying to find your own dating person. 30 men. We might need that. All we I'm don't doing know. is here's the thing though. Beck and I know Jack shit. We're just manifesting. Like, I, I really, mm-hmm. if you're with Zach, I really hope you're happy. But <laughs> part of me also is like, can no, she I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to say it. I hope you're not with Zach and I hope you're Bachelorette. I'm saying it right now. Damn right. Because you want to know why we need a, oh my gosh, we need a Bachelorette. Like you just, you have it all. You're so well-rounded. Y'all you're so sweet. sweet. You're such a hard worker. You're genuine. Mm-hmm. Love. You just have a perspective. Not part Woman of, of color. Like I, yeah. I absolutely love it. Like, yeah. Bless our screens, please. <laughs> but if you it. are with Zach, I'm sorry. I wish you well. Thank <laughs> we you. can still Thank be friends. You. I'm just, I'm manifesting. I'm going to okay? be such a bride. I'm going to say, I hope it doesn't work out. We want you for That's Betty. That's all right. I love that. <laughs> Campaign starting it now. This is, we're campaigning. Um, give us a little bit of background. Like prior to the show, had you been in any like long-term relationships? Like what was mm. your past like that could like get you to this point where you're like, okay, I yeah. do want to find a lifelong partner. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So kind of, mentioned it a little bit when I how I got nominated so the relationship that I was kind of talking about then um it was a pretty long relationship it was like Mm -hmm. six years on and off so pretty long um 
dated like senior like it's like high school sweetheart like literally like this is my person so Mm -hmm. um high school sweethearts went off to college um we had some turmoil there like on and off um but then kind of came back together like a little bit right before I started grad school but then it obviously just like didn't work out Mm -hmm. um it was just a really like unhealthy relationship and I think in that moment like I was the one that kind of had to pull the the plug on it and like decide for myself which was something that was really kind of hard for me to do because I'm typically the type of person that likes to see the good in in everyone and I'm like okay like this person like they're capable of like changing or like I take what they say and I mean like they, they mean what they say to me and so um I had to pull the plug on that and I think in that moment like it was just a moment where I had to like stand up for myself and advocate like what are the things that I want in a relationship not just like what this person needs and always like giving into what they want and so um did a lot of like therapy with that and just like healing and trying to figure out what it is that I actually did want and so kind of getting to this point like I dated like people after that um but they were by no means like a really long relationship it was like few weeks or like a month if that Mm -hmm. um and then just kind of realize that this isn't my person either and so um I think right before the show I just kind of had a period where I was like I'm not going to see anyone like I just need to really like just strictly focus on myself and then this opportunity came and I was like well you know what here we are here's a sign (laughs) right here's a sign did you feel like it was like um an an opportunity like a door was just opening that 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 you were supposed to take this and did you have Mm -hmm. any reservations when that opportunity was presented yeah I think I definitely had reservations I think it's I mean it's kind of hard to say like you go on something like this and you're not like maybe like unsure about how the outcome could be or what could actually transpire but for me um with the timing of everything like everything just kind of fell into place like just graduating and then like getting the call and then like having all summer of like going through the like the casting process and then um I remember like right before like the decision was made for me um like everything was just like pointing to like the bachelor and I was like I don't know what this means like I don't know how to take this (laughs) but I'm like you know what like if it's for me it's for me and if it's not it's not and like that was kind of like my mindset going into this like I wasn't going to force anything Mm -hmm. but um I remember just like all right if you know, when something presents itself to you, it's almost like I believe like everything does happen for a reason, good or yeah. bad. Um, and so I kind of had to like put my perspective there. And I remember just like it still didn't hit me until like I think got getting out of the limo and like holding sex. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. But, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's but how everyone like, feels. Yeah. They're like, how did I like get here? Too, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so when did you like. when did you find out that Zach was going to be the lead? And like, Mm-hmm. Had you watched Gabby and Rachel season? Did you know a little bit about him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. I did watch Gabby and Rachel season. And so I did remember like seeing him and like he was definitely someone I was like, okay, like he wasn't like at the forefront. Like, you know, his personality, I don't think like came all the way through the screen, but I was like, okay, like he seems like endearing and like really charming and just like a good person. And so I remember watching, um, it was like the finale after the final rose when he was announced. I was with um, some friends and we were having like a wine night and um I remember I think we recorded it because it was part of the like what I submitted for my um like promo video but um 
I remember we were all sitting there and I was like, I don't know who it's going to be, but like, I think it might be Zach, but like, it could be also anyone else. Like, I genuinely don't know. And I remember him, like when they said it's Zach and I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I was like, I don't know. Like, I honestly like kind of felt like multiple emotions. Like it wasn't Mm -hmm. like, yay, but it also wasn't like, I hate this choice. Like, no way. (laughs) Um, I was like, okay, let's see like how he like handles himself on this stage and like, you know, what he talks about. And so I remember when he came and sat down with Jesse and he started talking talking about like his intentions, like what he was looking for, like a person of like good character. Like he is looking for his best friend. I remember him talking about his parents' marriage, being married for like 30 something years. I was like, all those things were kind of just like in alignment with also the things that I was looking for. And like, we had very similar like connections. Like my parents were married for 47 years. So I was like, okay, this is great. Um, and I remember like him also just being nervous. So like it all, it wasn't like he was put together in a sense. It was like, he was unapologetic apologetically himself and I love that I was like he's goofy Mm -hmm. he's a little nervous like it's not Mm -hmm. a full like put together like um mask and so I think I really resonated with him on the stage and like I kind of had this like sense of peace I was like okay like I don't know if there will be a connection when I get there but I'm here for it so we'll see I love that you went into it with that mentality and I think everyone can relate to being like yay I'm excited but like also <laughs> who knows this could be like a totally terrible fit for me right and it's, <laughs> and it's really not like you said it's not until you get there night one you actually yeah. can see each other you can actually talk and interact and like see if there's a connection where that's mm-hmm. like when it really starts to take place and mm-hmm. and I love that mentality because we've had so many people like throughout all the seasons I've been podcasting for three years now yeah where people are like I was so excited that's the one I wanted and I'm like mm-hmm. are you just saying that because you're on this podcast right I appreciate the honesty. Did you feel like, um, and you, you just spoke about, you know, like your past relationship and how it kind of helped you like learn what qualities you did or did not want in a partner. Mm -hmm. What were some, like once you got to know Zach and actually met him that he embodied that you did want some qualities? Mm -hmm. Um, it was for me, I was really looking for just like the honesty. Um, he was always very like upfront and just transparent and like whether that meant like it was a difficult conversation or like a good conversation, like he never held back. And I really appreciated that because I know how hard that can be, Um, especially like even that's still kind of something like I like struggle with a little bit of just like, okay, like I don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but like I need to be honest. Like that's something that he like possessed and he was very consistent with that. Um, But also just like his confidence, like he was so certain in what he wanted. And like, there was no like, there was no sway in that. Like he knew, like I came in here for like marriage. I came in here for my best friend. Like he's not here to play games. And I think like knowing that that was his intentions this whole time, like I never felt like I was wrong by him. Um, And so like, just like that confidence and like the honesty factor, it was really just like, it just shone through to him. And so I was like, yeah, I I'm here. I love this. (laughs) Oh, I love that for you. And honestly, Mm -hmm. speaking of shining, I will say that the moment that you stepped in to meet Zach, like it seemed like sparks were flying. Then you hit the football date and you freaking crush everybody (laughs) to the beach party. Like you literally do it all. You truly do it all. But really mm-hmm. back to that moment of you building up, getting to see if this person potentially, you know, could mm-hmm. be somebody you spend the rest of your life with. When did you really start feeling like those like butterflies and those types of sparks fly? Um. Yeah, I think it was after, Um. I will say night one, like that's a little soon, but like 
I don't want to say like, oh my goodness, like no way I was in love with the kid, but like I definitely like <laughs> I definitely like I definitely felt like a little bit of like a spark there just because like I think I went into like night one, like I wasn't even like that wasn't on my radar to even like kiss him or anything. Like I was just more focused on like, okay, this is the opportunity to see like, is there a connection there? And even if it's not there, like, could there potentially be one like that's developed later on? Um, And so I remember like our conversation was very lighthearted, but I remember when I started talking about like my line of work. And then I think that was like a really like connecting factor for him because of what his mom um, does. And so mm-hmm. when he asked, like, kiss me, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, no hesitation there. Twist my arm. Like, I was going to say, shit, he did. He asked to kiss you. So we know that right. he felt the spark. He was right. into you. He did not ask just anyone. Right. No, he, did. he really didn't. How was I that? that? Oh, it was so it was so sweet, so special. I think I was like so excited I answered way too quickly like watching it back I, he was like can I kiss you I was like yay like absolutely <laughs> can you relax a little bit pipe down but um I remember like the kiss was just like so sweet so special um he really is like as genuine as it gets and that's something that I just like when it comes to guys like that's just rare I'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest it's very rare so yeah yeah I admire that so much <laughs> well and it seemed like that connection kept going because Mm-hmm. It was in the next week that, right, it was the next week that you got the group date rose mm-hmm. during that evening portion, which I want to get into a little bit because yeah. we were so happy for you and I I felt it was very deserved. Mm-hmm. How? Let's just start with that. How did that feel when he called your name to give you that group date rose? Yeah, um, I was I was very shocked. I was genuinely surprised and not in the sense that like, I felt like I wasn't deserving of it, but it was more so like there's so many other girls here and you never know what those conversations are like. Like you only know what your conversation is with you and him. And although we had like a very fantastic conversation, just highlighting things on the group date um, and then just like things that he admired in me and like just kind of getting that validation like one on one, but to kind of have him come out out and also give that validation in like a group setting like I was genuinely so happy um and wasn't expecting it like I said so I I felt great um Mm -hmm. however we know like how how things kind of go down (laughs) let's get into that a little bit (laughs) I didn't want to start with that but we of course have to ask you we're here we're here now mm -hmm. so let's talk yeah (laughs) so obviously we saw Christina make some comment of like Mm-hmm. whatever she said I don't understand why and and I'm Michelle confused. and I actually talked about this on the podcast too because we were yeah. like don't rob charity of this moment like mm-hmm. and it's not for Christina mm-hmm. to understand why Zach is making these decisions like she's not privy Absolutely. to your private time your conversations like she has no idea um, right and and she did bring you to, to tears that night so mm-hmm. what was that like when she first made that comment and like it kind of kept going for a little bit. Like once Zach, to wa- mm-hmm. Zach walked mm-hmm. away, like the girls were still talking about it. Like talk us through that yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um, initially when she had made the comment, I was just like, okay, like what, like, what do you mean? I think that's when you see me. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Like, bless your heart. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> and I was a little taken aback, but I think, I don't know. And I don't want to fault myself for like asking that to like, almost in a sense like that is what kind of continued the conversation because I don't think me asking like for clarification like what did you mean by this or what did you say um is the reason why she kept going but I think you know for in that moment I don't want to fault her for like how she felt but I think it was also just very important to like 
have a level of self-awareness of like reading the room almost or like you see like you can feel those feelings you can have those feelings but maybe like this is not the appropriate timing to vocalize that um especially in this setting or just like not knowing when to like kind of draw the line like enough is enough type um situation so you um obviously the viewers like see me visibly like in tears and I don't want to apologize for that too because I think we like stigmatize like tears as like a sign of weakness it's not like I think I I thought they were totally valid yeah right and from (laughs) Um, from a oh go ahead no you're good um but I just remember like for me like that was just I like had to think almost instantaneously, like, how am I going to like regulate myself in this moment? Like, do I want to like choose to like go back and forth with someone or do I just want to like have a moment to myself? And that's kind of how I regulated myself was just like through tears. And then you see me get up and exit stage left. Like, goodbye. This is where the therapist (laughs) comes out where everyone could take (laughs) note from you. Yes. Yes. I I think I think from a viewer standpoint, okay, because we're watching you all go through this state. We're watching mm-hmm. and, and we're seeing, I mean, we're seeing whatever, yeah. you know, whatever's coming across our screens of your conversations and we're getting to know you ladies and everything like that. And I think we're, at, like, from a viewer standpoint, for me personally, anyways, mm-hmm. what was so frustrating is you are the person that was grounding everybody else and all these other all these other moments, right? Yeah. Like you were there to calm people down. You stepped outside of yourself to mm-hmm. help others, to like bring that inner peace. And the least, the least that we could do is just to have self-awareness in this moment. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, you weren't ever asking for someone to, you know, cheer you on and let's oh, go no with shots and celebrate because <laughs> you got the group rose. Like you never expect that. But it's like, but damn, like you give so much to the people around you and yeah. help them and you kind of always naturally fall into this position so then for for that moment to be the one that where they're really kind of come or were not they christina's coming at it to really strips that away and i can see why that would be hurtful and frustrating and Mm -hmm. no the the tears you you did phenomenal you handled that you 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 are a stronger woman than i am because like the way and and i feel like it has to play into kind of your self-care that you were talking about where you were like yeah how do i handle this like there's a couple different ways i can take but like how do i preserve Mm -hmm. my energy and to just right not keep egging it on not to keep asking questions and to just as you said exit stage left i was like yeah kudos somebody get this girl a trophy or something because (laughs) like the amount of patience and just calmness that you exuded in that moment i was like kudos Mm -hmm. to you yeah because mm-hmm. it could have gone Yeah, I always say, like, choose your, choose your battles wisely. Like, this is mm-hmm. not a moment for me. Mm-mm. Right, right. So speaking of girls that you may or may not be close with, who were yeah. who were some of your best friends in the house? Yeah, um, I like I said, we had a, a phenomenal cast. Like, and I don't say that lightly. Like, a lot of the girls and almost all of them, like, I was extremely close with. Um, but you'll see, like, there is a few that, like, I'm just like, all right. I think after last week's episode, like, Brooklyn, <laughs> like, she's a writer. Like, mm-hmm. she is very mm-hmm. protective, but also has this very like sweet side. And I really like just connected with that. I was like, thank you so much for like standing up for me. Like, I appreciated that. Um, Kylie, like she's incredibly like sweet. Um, Ariel, me and her have like some of the best conversations, but she's also very funny. Mm-hmm. And then um, Katie. So Katie is just so, so down to earth, um, easy to get along with. So mm-hmm. those are the few of the ones that like really stood out. I know that you mentioned, so like, you can see that you and Brooklyn are really close. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm sure that you guys really have had so many conversations supporting each other as you yeah. navigate through this really, really weird, weird, weird world. Mm-hmm. How how was it honestly seeing and hearing how she opened up to Zach just about everything that she's been through? Yeah, um, me and her really like talked a lot about that, which it's so it's so weird because it's like these are the people that were like going against or like we're dating the same person and it's really hard but I will say like I felt like I personally did a phenomenal job of like just separating the two and compartmentalizing like okay they're dating the same guy but also like I'm also forming friendships like in a weird way Mm -hmm. um and so at any point like usually whenever the girls talked about it um but like from Brooklyn's standpoint like it was always just like out of like genuineness that she was like bringing something up to me or talking about certain things that she wanted to talk about with him or what happened in her her life um I always met her there with like grace and so um me and her just like really just developed like a really special bond and so yeah I don't know if that answered the question did it no (laughs) no no totally answered the question yeah (laughs) yeah yep (laughs) Yep. <laughs> I think and I think you said it best like and no one unless you're really on the show going through it I don't think mm-hmm. people can really understand like that compartmentalization where it's like you, these are like you are forming some lifelong yeah. friendships and you're getting really close with these people I mean you're spending 10 times more time with Brooklyn yeah. than you are with Zach right so it makes mm-hmm. sense that you would get close and still like to for and and knowing her past and anyone's past, like knowing how important that is, like mm. if she were to be the one to end up with Zach, of course these are conversations mm. that have to be had. So I think it's really good that you had each other to lean on for support because I can't imagine mm-hmm. her sharing that would have been easy. I mean, this not only with Zach, but let's be honest, like with half of America that's with, probably watching this, right? The world, exactly. Um, yeah. Did you feel like besides Brooklyn, you were able to get a lot of support from the other women, like reciprocated to you as well? One hundred percent. That's why, like, I think we all were so close this season. It's just like everyone is genuinely like so supportive of one another, um, and we just, um, I think we we're all like selfishly, like in a way, like rooting for ourselves, but also like other girls too. Um, which is, like I said, it's a weird distinction to make, but we, I definitely had that support from a lot of the girls in the house. Mm-hmm. Well, we I can love see that. that. We, can, yeah. we can see everything that flows through you, so that's amazing. <laughs> and, of course, because of all this, we're not shocked that you receive a rose this mm-hmm. week. And then you mm-hmm. learn that you guys are going to London. London! Were, like, have you ever been there? How excited were you? Have you I ended- was so excited when he said London. I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, because I was actually going to go to London, like, I think before I came on the show, like, this past summer but like I just ended up not going so I was like okay this is like also on my like bucket list to go so I was like really excited um never been before so had no idea what was going to be in store but I genuinely was like feeling all the emotions when he said all right we're going to London I was like heck yeah how fun (laughs) I feel like this season you guys are getting some really good city well countries cities in in Uh different countries like right away I feel like usually we live in the mansion for like three-ish weeks and then we start Mm -hmm. traveling and it's usually like for the most part domestic and then you go international like oh damn they're going international right away no we hit the ground (laughs) running this is the season to be on (laughs) (laughs) damn um well we're so excited to see what's to come obviously in London and Mm -hmm. beyond that and and 
I mean, Michelle and I obviously love you and are manifesting that you go very (laughs) far. So we can't wait to see what happens between you and Zach. Without Mm -hmm. giving too much away, can you give us a little teaser of what's to come? Mm. Um, Yeah, there's going to be a lot of emotions, a lot of emotions. And um, without too many teasers... I mean, we're going to London, so it's going to be a little chilly. So maybe that's like alluding to some things. Oh, yeah. This is a good teaser. Oh, it's going to allude to like multiple. I'm like taking this all kinds of ways now. Uh huh. So is it because you're going to get cozy or does it get chilly with the drama? Does that make sense? It might be both. (laughs) It might be both. both. (laughs) Like it's all of the above. That was a really good teaser. I'm, I'm, Mm -hmm. that was like the best teaser we've had. People yeah, usually like leave it out of you, like it's unique. It's unique. It's a journey. It's unique. It's obviously <laughs> right. But okay, so I have to ask this. I've been wanting to ask this from the start. But mm-hmm. if the opportunity were to be presented to you, mm-hmm. we want you to be the bachelorette. But if it was presented to you, would you accept? Um. I think I would. Um, Yeah. I mean, I think it takes a very special person to be in kind of the driver's seat of something like this. Um, And I think for me, like, I think you guys obviously can see my heart and see like how adamant I am um, about my journey. And so I feel like, you know, if it was to happen, it it could be a good thing. So yeah, I would I would be open. Hell you know, like yeah. the song Jesus Woo! Jesus Who sing who sings the song Jesus Takes the Wheel? Because I'm switching Carrie it to charity. To, I'm singing I'm, I'm switching it to charity, take the wheel. <laughs> I'll feel real comfortable then. We are oh manifesting goodness, this. Well, now. Charity we truly are. We truly are. It's been such a joy talking to you. Like I said, I we've y'all. fought for you to get on this podcast for so damn I'm long. I'm so happy. I'm so and happy. And it's been, it's been so much fun just getting to know you. And we, we can't wait to continue to see us on our screens. And we mm-hmm. do want to play a quick game with you so that our listeners can get to know you okay. a little bit more. And it's called Rapid Fire. And so okay. I'm going to shoot a question to you. And you're going to give like a one-word response or a brief response response um you don't have to give any explanation and it'll just like be super up tempo you ready yeah are you an early riser or a night owl definitely night owl we are up (laughs) (laughs) what is the best dating advice you've ever received um i will have to say love yourself first yeah Hmm. putting yeah it's not selfish to love yourself first at all that was deep. We're gonna switch gears with <laughs> now. What is what is your go to pizza order? <laughs> um, the Kevin McAllister special is cheese. I love it. Just wow. cheese. I know that's plain, but like I've been on I a cheese. cheese pizza kick, so it's I, I get it, girl. You okay, get it wrong. <laughs> Give us one word that your best friends would use to describe you. Um, I think they would say authentic. Like Charity's real. Like she's just real. I get that. Mm-hmm. Your favorite curse word. Probably fuck. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Everyone always pauses. They're like, "Can I curse on this?" Yes. No, I'm not saying twice. Like it's definitely not. That's probably that's, that's <laughs> the knows. straight TikTok she right knows. there. Probably fuck. <laughs> okay. Love what them. is the most played song or artist in your library? I'm a Drake girl. 
Mm, That's a little toxic, maybe, but I love drinks. So, yeah. Hey, I'll wrap it. Favorite cocktail? Um, I'm a French 75 girl, which is um, Mm. gin and champagne and lemon juice. Mm -hmm. But I sometimes switch out the gin and will, like, add tequila. So, yeah. She had no hesitation with that one. She did it real quick. I, know. I like it. I well, like I'm gonna it. have I'm gonna have to send you some of my sparkling wine, Bordeaux, just oh, so you can try it yes. in this cocktail. I actually used to make it all the time. Like I shouldn't even admit that, but like I went through <laughs> a phase where that's all I would drink. Like back in April, I was obsessed. And I was like, I gotta cut this out a little bit. But oh my goodness, it's a good one. Um, <laughs> it is okay. Good. If you could be any animal, what would it be? Um, a cheetah. They're giving like fierce, but like not not doing too much like a bonus like mm-hmm. a subtle bonus i guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's okay. why like i'll work for it if i have to but until right then, mm-hmm. exactly exactly love <laughs> what is the current screensaver on your phone um it is me and my best friend i'll show you guys um we're just such little i don't know if you guys can see it oh cute. yeah we love Aww. a good bestie what's her name bestie karina Hi, Karina. Shout out to you, girl. Okay, besides London, if you could visit one place in the world, where would you go? Um, I feel like I'm the only person who has not been here, but Santorini, Greece. So mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, I haven't been. Okay. I haven't so, either. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Girls, girls, girls trip. Trip. I like a lot of, yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have, but I need to go there immediately. Love that. Mm-hmm. If you had to describe this season of The Bachelor in one word or phrase, what would it be? Mm. Mm. I will say sentimental. Um, and that's not like a sad, like sentimental can be anything, but I think for like both the contestants and like with Zach, like you'll see there's just a lot of, a lot of emotions that are going to be involved. All okay. right. Mm-hmm. Well, you have us hooked. We can't wait to see more of you. Okay, so this is the last part, and we always love to share resources with our listeners. So just important information mm-hmm. or topics or hence the name, a resource that people can go to to learn more about, especially diversity. We think it's so important to mm-hmm. just know more within this franchise. Um, So I'll just start. Mm-hmm. Michelle can take it after that, and then we'll wrap with you. And then okay. after that, we'll get into our fun little Rose and Thorn, which I'll describe soon. Okay. But... um. <clears throat> So my resource, it was actually something different, but I switched after Rih- Rihanna mm-hmm. gave me some info during the Super Bowl. And <laughs> we all know that, well, Michelle, you definitely know um, you have Fenty products, but I figured it would be a good time to share some Black-owned beauty businesses just because it is Black History Month. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I have a quick list. Um, the first one I'm going to start with, the name is Pattern. It's hair products. Um, I actually bought some of the products for Thomas for his beautiful black curls um, <laughs> that he absolutely loves. So um, if you need any good hair products, it's called Pattern. They sell at Target, too, which is nice. They do. Yes, Mm -hmm. they do. Um, And then a couple other ones here. And I'll screenshot all of these and link them on my highlights reel and and tag them so you can quickly, anyone listening can go and look at them. Um, Another Black-owned beauty brand is called Juvia's Place. There's also one called Mented, which I have seen some of my girlfriends Mm -hmm. use and my mother, my future mother-in-law as well. And then the last one is Miel. So I will link them and tag them on my Instagram so anyone can go check them out and know exactly where to find them very easily. 
Perfect. All right. So last week I spoke a lot about um, just like this one sheet that you can go to with like really celebrating Black History Month, the do's and the don'ts Mm -hmm. um, and and making sure that it's not this like watered down (coughs) version. And a big piece of that was making sure that you're purchasing. This kind of goes alongside of what Becca's saying, but purchasing products that are coming directly from a black owned business and not purchasing products that are going through a white owned business that is mm-hmm. trying to represent black owned products. And so mm-hmm. what I found would be really helpful this week is there is a website called black owned map and it's essentially this black marketplace where you can type in what you're looking for, whether it's hair products, beauty Mm -hmm. products, whether it's other services that you need to get done, and it will direct you to a list of different black-owned businesses in your area or that are close to you. And so, again, it's the black-owned map, and I will link it in my my highlights and everything, but it's just a really easy way that you can go through – a filtered and like credible source of being able to actually locate those businesses that we can support. I love that. Yeah. yeah Thank you, Michelle. Cool. And That's Charity, you are up if you yeah. have a resource. Yes. So mine is actually um, a podcast, but Alex L, she's a restorative writer and author, and she has several books, um, a lot with like healing, um, but her specific podcast Libby Delaney is called This Morning Walk. And um, this podcast essentially focuses on mindfulness practices and the transformative power of how a morning walk can basically like set the tone for your day. And so I'm a person who really strives and tries to incorporate mindfulness into my life, which is essentially just being present and learning to kind of detach and separate and living in the moment. And so she has a lot of like different prompts that are for each individual like morning podcast that she kind of walks you through, but then also teaches you different types of breath work, just good for like breathing and keeping you calm. And so um, good tranquility here, but I love her. I adore her work. And so that's just a good um, podcast if you're looking to kind of incorporate that or struggle with trying to find time to um, practice mindfulness. So amazing well thank Mm -hmm. you i'm gonna check that out because i could use anything to help my stress levels i think that's and you probably i'm assuming use a lot of those (laughs) techniques on the season i can Mm -hmm. imagine (laughs) so you start you started Mm -hmm. early so that was smart um we'll definitely check that out (laughs) well charity before we let you go we have the fun part which is the rose and the thorn so from your time so far Mm -hmm. on on filming Zach's season or even just watching it back, everything that we've seen, what has been your rose, mm-hmm. which is your highlight? And then Thorn could be like a cringy moment, an mm-hmm. awkward moment, something that you're like, ah, I could have lived without that time. Yeah. Um, I will say the rose will have to be um the Bahama group day. I was truly thriving. Um, <laughs> and then I will say um my thorn. Oh, this is like tricky. So I'm like. I feel like there's different ones, but um, I will have to say for me um, saying goodbye to the girls, like it's never easy. And I don't think like that even like changes no matter like your relationship or dynamic. It's just like we spend so much time with each other. So it's still hard nonetheless. And so mm-hmm. having to like say goodbye or just living through another rose ceremony. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yes, that's like, yeah. Well, it's in the grand scheme of things, I feel like that's a good thorn to have because it means like yeah. building connections and, and 
forming those friendships, which is so important. So mm-hmm. Charity, we have absolutely loved having you on. It was such a pleasure. I really, I mean, I can't wait to see more of you on Zach's season, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Michelle and I are going to fight hard for you for <laughs> lead next season. So this will Thank not be y'all. the last you hear of us. Apologies in advance. It's going to be hashtag Charity for Bachelorette from here on out, everyone. Hey. <laughs> so just deal with it. Uh, yeah, I just signing on as a full-time campaign officer. I love that. Yeah. Y'all, We're going to start the petition now. I'm Michelle and I support this message or what is it? Approve this message. Yes. <laughs> y'all have been such a blast. It's honestly like I never thought I would even have this moment with you guys. So I'm so glad I did and y'all are so fun, so sweet. So thank you guys for you. letting me of join course. y'all. Of and course. as you navigate, always reach out whatever you mm-hmm. need. We got you. Mm-hmm. Um, we know it's a, it's a weird world and a weird time with everything. There's a, a lot happening. Yeah. So, so yeah, we're, we're always here um, for whatever you need. Yeah. So thank, thank you so you much. Thank you guys. Thank y'all. I'm obsessed. Okay. I love her. <laughs> she She's just, she's just got it all. She's just, she's the person you want in the driver's spot. Like she mm-hmm. just, she's so sweet. She's so thoughtful, um, has got a head, like a really good head on her shoulders. So mm-hmm. I just, I hope with whatever happens um, in the future, I just hope that she's happy. Yeah. She's the girl that you would have wanted on the season with you. Like somebody that is fun, so kind. You know she's a girl's girl so she can kick it, but also yep. has that level head where she can kind of keep you grounded in the midst of the chaos. So I'm a huge charity fan. You know what I'm going to say? I'll, I will love to see her as Bachelorette one day. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed over here. But um, until then, we still have a ways to go. We still have more than half a season. So can't wait to see where she goes in the next few weeks. So thank you, Charity, for joining us. And a huge thank you to all of our Happy Hour listeners. We couldn't be here each and every week without you. So thank you for tuning in. And new episodes of The Bachelor air every Monday at 8, 7 Central on ABC. And you can stream the next day on Hulu. And don't forget that casting is still open for men to date our next Bachelorette. So if you're single or know someone who is single, please go to the website to nominate or apply at bachelornation.com slash apply. And make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And for you Prime members, you can always listen to Bachelor Happy Hour ad-free on Amazon Music. Just download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can also listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Thank you, everyone. And see you next week. Cheers. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're 
they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert. I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. There's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. 